Okay, so I fumbled there, so I have to go back right. <laughs> Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Cheers to your evolution in Christ into the godly, authentic, nurtured self. May your goals be spiritually meaningful, intellectually stimulating, emotionally energizing, physically challenging, socially impacting, financially performing, and overall freeing. Don't lose your why. What are we talking about today? And this is season 20 and the wrap up of our first season. Let's go. has told me to trademark my laughter. <laughs> Hi friend, this is Kate A. Cookadaisy and it is great to have you listening today. What I aim to do with this podcast and the wider ministry of I Am Free Woman is to help you heal and transform your heart and mind as you choose to live free in Christ every day. I believe healing is our choice and once we embrace that process, we can truly heal others as we are healed. So I say, Healed people heal people. I want to welcome you to our Dear Sister community, Choose to Live Free. You can find all about me, the host, and the organization, I Am Free Woman, at chiefjoyactivator.com and iamfreewoman.org. And please don't forget to subscribe to receive first-hand news information and updates as well. You can also follow us on Instagram and Facebook so you know and stay connected and plugged in to all the exciting things that we are doing around the world. And also, as you're on Apple Podcasts or any other podcast platform, please don't forget to review and rate and share our podcast with any woman or man who might benefit from healing the spiritual self, okay? This podcast is me and you navigating the world of healing the heart and mind by integrating faith and well-being tools to activate your spiritual and emotional, mental and physical healing while also talking about some of the bonus items like our financial well-being, our relational well-being and so on. I bring the parts of me that are healed. Woohoo! <laughs> And the parts that are still healing along with important friends that I will invite to the show. Walk in the rich and beautiful life of faith plus being your authentic godly self can sometimes be so hard, so tricky. So Choose to Live Free podcast is my way of making faith work plus healing plus everything in between faith-filled and also joy-filled. So I want to welcome you. All right, so today's podcast, so listen, 20 episodes, y'all, 20, 20 episodes. I mean, talk about faithfulness, right? The the previous um, episode, episode 19, I talked all about bringing back faithfulness. And our faithfulness to the heart of God is so important, just as we know that he is faithful and he will do it, as he says in 2 Thessalonians. We have to be faithful to God, whatever we are seeking, whatever we are looking forward to. We have to be faithful. And it takes a while for us to learn the art of faithfulness. But once we get it and we know that obedience is really key to our walk with the Lord and being patient for his timing and not our timing, we can really be rest assured knowing that he definitely works everything out for our good. 
So what I consider myself doing these days and what I've, I've started to really lean in on is seeking God's heart first before his hand. And I have learned that if I seek his heart first, oftentimes anything that he's supposed to give me, anything that is supposed to come my way will come my way. A year ago today, I was battling COVID-19 in Ghana. I had gone home to visit and also to um, celebrate my dad's one year anniversary um, post his death. And um, yeah, I was supposed to return to the United States to spend the New Year's with my family here in Atlanta. And I got COVID the day I went to test before my flight. I tested, first of all, it came inconclusive. And then it came back the second time it says positive. And I was like, oh my gosh, no. So I ended up having to stay back home in Ghana for an extra 10 days. And during that time, I really did not stress. I had the pleasure of spending quality time with my bonus family, um, the Aesons, uh, with my sister, Lorraine, and the family. And we really had a good time. We had a good time. <laughs> oh, those memories. But a year ago, when I was back home battling COVID and all that, I had not even pictured myself doing a podcast fully because I was still struggling with the idea when God placed it on my heart a few years ago. And to look back now, and even right now as I'm sitting here, I'm kind of like, wow, look at what you can do in a year when you're faithful to the things that God is asking you to do. Battling COVID in 2021, uh, December 28th, and today, December 29th, Look at that. I am still here and I am giving all glory to God. Drinking the neem tree or inhaling the neem tree at some point and all those things in between. Everybody who was able to reach out to me and kind of help me along the way. I have pictures and pictures of the, the time that I spent back home. And it is part of my memories that I will carry with me forever. And this year, 2022, I did not even have a, I mean, end of 2021, I was stuck in Ghana and the planner in me was really, really upset about the fact that I had to start the new year and not be able to plan what I was going to do. Who knew that God already had things planned out for how the year would be, right? And so what I'm going to share today is a bit of a recap of not only the year 2022 for I Am Free Woman Ministries, but also for Choose to Live Free podcast, and also for me as the host and my personal journey and growth. As you see you hear in the intro, I'm often saying that I bring the parts of me that are healed and the parts of me that are still healing because healing is a journey, y'all. It is a journey. You don't wake up one day and expect everything to be okay. When you have a bruise, it takes time to heal. You clean it, you use hot water, you use whatever medicine you have, and over time, it heals, right? It leaves a scar, but it heals. And that's the same thing with our emotional well-being and our mental well-being and spiritual well-being. It takes a while for those parts of us to heal. And so it is okay if you're still doing the work. The key word there is do the work. That's more like a phrase. Yeah, that's a phrase. <laughs> so do the work. 
January 2022, I was somewhere in Ghana walking the, the streets of um, Accra, Airport Hills, just imagining what I would be doing for 2022. But I never, never, ever for once became impatient or even lost hope that I was going to have to you know, spend some time in Ghana and then come home and all those things. I really never lost hope. I really prayed most of the time, walked a lot, and also spent time just communing with God. That's all I did. And so today, when I look back and I reflect, I am grateful actually that my new year 2022 did not start out the way I had anticipated and planned, but it started out in a way that only he could imagine. Yes. And so when my friend Shanti asked me about my favorite accomplishment this year, it was hard. And then another friend also asked me, I think it was Eden, that asked me that same question when we had our small group gathering at our house. It was also hard for me to respond because this year there has been so many highs and so many lows. And I'll start by saying that, you know, at the beginning of the year, I had a health scare um, that took about six months for everything to be cleared. And in those six months, I experienced the miraculous hand of God, where the MRI showed something on my liver and, you know, it was a mass and you're thinking cancer and all that. And then you have to do everything that you can do to get rid of that, right? So my friend Eden helped me by helping me and introducing me to some natural ways of eating and juicing and drinking celery. (laughs) And God had already laid it out when he started to show me the visions of how I was going to be healed. And eventually I received my healing, my physical healing in church. Um, And that was something that I still haven't fully talked about. And I will take my time to talk about it because I have the doctor's reports. I have the MRI reports, the before and after, and it was just a miracle. It was a miracle. And so I started out the 2022 year with this health scare. And, you know, I processed it privately with a few friends and family for six months. And it turned out, you know, my liver is fine. And so it praise God for that. Um, and it's all because he healed. I believe I was healed naturally through the spiritual realm. And I cannot, you know, say anything else, but to believe that God healed me in that moment when he asked me to put my hand on my stomach in church. Anyway, so when I have to pick like an accomplishment this year, it is hard. It is hard for me to pick an accomplishment and um, we've done a lot. We have done a lot. I have done a lot and it's hard for the ministry. We had our Sexual Assault Awareness Month our Domestic Violence Awareness Month and Choose to Live Free podcast and also the Choose to Be Free Women's Conference, which was so exciting to host and everything in between. And so I am grateful. I am grateful. My heart is filled with gratitude um, for the support when we opened the podcast. I mean, over 300 people downloaded the podcast. I didn't know I had that many people in my life or people who were listening and following But you have really just supported me and supported the the work that you see and believe that we are doing. And I cannot, 
you know, even when I try to imagine the goodness of God, it is hard because it's a lot. It is overwhelming. Thank you for the Apple Podcast reviews, the likes, the comments, the follows, the shares, even the guests that I invited to this show, my friends who I reached out and I said, hey, you want to come on the podcast? And it's like, yeah, sure. Thank you for coming on the show and just working with me and being here with me and just thriving in the things that God is asking you to do. I cannot see much, but I can see a lot if I were to continue. So thank you. As you can tell, I am not really, I did not script this to the T. So this is really rolling off my tongue as I try to capture every single moment that I have had um, this year on the podcast and also in my personal life. I am thankful for a faith-filled season in my life where my growth has seen no bounds. I have come to really love God and love what he's doing. Sometimes it is scary, to be honest with you, when I see the visions and the dreams and all that, but I know that he's working everything out for his good. Some of my personal accomplishments, I'll say that, you know, the enemy was busy. Not only did the enemy attack my health, but also the enemy attacked my marriage in a lot of ways. And um, to some degree, uh, my husband is still working this health challenge of his and, you know, it's impacting our marriage. But this is the, these are the moments where you have to lean on God even more, you know, like when everything is so stressful and things are not um, typically um, lining up the way it's supposed to, you can't fight those, you know, spiritual battles in your natural eyes. You have to go to God and be like, okay, I'm ready to fight. And as he says in Ephesians 6, we are not fighting things we can see. We are fighting things that we cannot see, things that are unseen, the principalities, the darkness of this world. And so you have to go in, in a spiritual way and put on your armor and begin to fight. And I feel like, you know, besides the the goodness of the things that have come out this year, um, there have been some things too that only a few people know privately as we continue to work it out and fight it and just, you know, believe that someday God is going to heal. Someday God is going to uh, make all things new again. But my personal accomplishments, yeah, my family, my marriage, attending the EXO conference, which I wrote a, a, a summary of that um, on, on one of the episodes, um, leading the Bible study and life group for our women's ministry at church, hosting and speaking, also authoring my planner, which I would say is my first official product. And I am so excited because it is so beautiful. <laughs> the beginning of amazing things to come and um, yeah so both the challenges as well as the um, the accomplishments you know um, in 2nd Corinthians 4 17 you know we are reminded by Apostle Paul that for our present troubles are small and won't last forever or very long yet they produce for us a glory that vastly outweighs them and will last forever the lessons that I have learned um, during the struggles this year my health scare um, the challenges in my husband's health and 
you know, the attacks on our marriage and so on. All these things are momentary struggles. I believe that if I stick it out, you know, things are going to be on the up and up. And someday I get to write about it in a book. I get to speak about it at a conference. I get to share it with um, a small group, my neighbor, whoever it is, to encourage them. And so as I'm going through these, you know, difficult times and all that, I really, really believe that it is something that I will get to help another person heal, another person grow, right? And so just remember that, that whatever you're going through, it is momentary. It is truly momentary. Be it life, be it death, be it sickness, be it health, whatever it is, it is momentary. Because we know, as it says in the word, that life is but a mist in James 4.14. So I want to share seven things this season that I have been able to practice that has, they've helped my heart. And next year I plan to really teach on the heart because I feel, and I know that that's one of the things God has called me to is not only checking in and saying, how is your heart, dear sister, but also making sure that you understand this heart that we are talking about. And so this season and this year, the seven things that have really, really encouraged my heart and helped me to thrive, irrespective of everything that has been going on, the ups and downs, the highs, the lows, the mundane, whatever it is, I want to share those with you. And maybe as you go into 2023, you can carry some of these with you. The first one that I want to say is the practice of compassionate understanding. And this is a spirit-led practice on how you relate with others in the world. When you read Proverbs 2, 10 to 11, in there somewhere, we are told that understanding will guard our hearts. And I want to say this. We know people are always using Proverbs 4.23 as some of the things that they do when they talk about boundaries and guarding your heart and all that. I believe that sometimes God provides our answers for everything we need in his word. We don't need to come up with new ways of doing things. And so when he says in his word in Proverbs that understanding will guard you, that's exactly what he's saying. Understanding goes a long way, y'all. It goes a long way to release stress, to release troubles from your heart, to believe that God is doing what he's supposed to do. And so Proverbs 2, 10 to 11 talks about compassionate understanding. And it is the practice of you positioning yourself to allow the spirit to fill you up in a way to understand another person's position. You may not like what they're doing or what they've done, but if you put on a bit of understanding, you can reason why they are doing what they're doing, they're seeing what they're saying, and so on. And oftentimes behind that person's behavior or action, there is hurt, there is um, lack of peace, there is grief, there's so many things going on that is causing them to be the way they are. The second practice is actually from therapy and it is by the DPT um, practice and it is radical acceptance. This is when you temporarily move into a space of tolerance as you seek guidance and wisdom from God. So it's not like you're accepting things that, you know, you could otherwise be fighting against, but it is a way to protect your heart as you try to figure out what God is asking you to do. 
when you have someone who is adamant about doing something and you are advising them against it and you know it is wrong for them to do, but they want to do it anyway, you can't convince them beyond what you've already done. So you radically accept that they're going to make the mistake. You watch them make the mistake and you pick them up when they need to be picked up. Yep. The third practice that I really put in place this year was the supernatural capacity. I had to lean on God to be able to do everything that I have done. The capacity uh, to really focus on him and to invite his spirit into my heart every day. Capacity means the maximum amount something can contain or produce. So this is what I want you to take away about supernatural capacity. First, you have to be filled before you can produce. First, you have to be filled before you can produce. Sometimes you hear people say, don't pour for an empty cup, right? You have to be filled before you can bear fruits or before you can produce. Supernatural capacity comes from the Holy Spirit. When you know that it is only by God and through God that you can do something, that you can achieve something. Yes. Practice number four, renewed hope. Take hold of that for which Christ took hold of and believe that he who has begun a good work in you will see it to completion. Renewed hope for me is something that I am taking into 2023 because sometimes, you know, life gets to be so difficult and schedules and all that. And I need that. I need my hope to be renewed and my trust to be renewed in the Lord. And so as I trust in him with all of my heart and with all of my understanding, I know that he's going to be continuously renewing that hope in me. Hope in Christ. Hope in Christ. Yes. Rest filled peace is number five. I want you to take heart. If the word does not tell you to take charge, it says take heart, right? For I have overcome the world. Don't take charge. We oftentimes take charge, y'all, and then we go back to God and cry because the things that we took charge of did not work out the way it was supposed to and so on. But he has said in his word, as a caution, is for you to take heart. He didn't say take charge. And he says, my peace, I leave with you. If you can practice this rest-filled peace, knowing that irrespective of the chaos that is going on around you, your insights, your inner man has so much peace. It is beautiful. Nothing can ruffle your feathers because you know, you know, you know that Jesus got you. Number six, show up for a good time. This is absolutely a must because time is a commodity. Time is the limited period within which an action or process takes place. God created time in Genesis and life exists in time. Life is but a mist. Remember that. So you can appreciate and depreciate your life by the way you use time. You can appreciate and depreciate your life by the way you use time. Sitting around watching TV most of the time is not appreciating your life. Sitting around just whiling away time, gossiping and all that is not appreciating time. Figure out where your time is needed and be there. Mm. Practice number seven, impeccable joy. Practice impeccable joy. This is where there is joy. And because there is joy, 
there is continuous healing from sufferings. Joy is the expected outcome after suffering. The evidence of God's strength in you is the joy you live out every day. And so knowing that he is faithful, you are loyal to his word, be joyful. That's what you can do is be joyful. And in being joyful, also celebrate. I didn't do much celebration this year. Um, I went from one activity to another, and I hope to change a lot of that in the coming year so that I can focus on really, really being joyful um, in celebrating the things that I accomplish, you know. <sighs> so those are the seven practices that really centered my heart and really kept me focused and um, on the things of, uh, of God and things that he wants me to do. And so as we go into 2023, I am going to continue to practice those seven things and probably add a few more to that. In January, we will be practicing a 30-day fast. My church is doing a 21-day fast, but the executive team at I, I Am Free Woman, we were like, yeah, we can do this all throughout the month of January. And so we will start our 30-day fast um, January 2nd. And I am looking forward to it, actually, because it is time to really get my, my diet and my spiritual well-being and my physical well-being and emotional and mental well-being back on track. So I hope you guys will join us. Talk about joining us. What is your word of the day? What is your word of the year? What is your word of the month? Everybody does it differently. There, Everybody's picking up word of the year. Um, let me see. I really uh, followed a process that is very simple. Basically, um, I usually will pray and worship and just be in God's word as he uh, tries to teach me and also show me what my focus is. And so in 2023, he just basically took me back to Genesis chapter one and chapter two. Um, and that's where my word of the year is coming from. And I'm looking forward to using it. I'm looking forward to living by it. I am looking forward to just making more out of what he is showing me. So you want to know my word for the year? Cultivate. Yes, God is asking me to cultivate. Now, he hasn't fully showed me what he's asking me to cultivate yet or how I'm supposed to be using this word. But I'm sure as I go off into my personal retreat in the coming week, he is definitely going to be showing me what I need to do with that word. So lastly, I want to encourage you to do something. I want you to reflect and also make a list, a to-do list for 2023 and a to-don't list for 2023. Look at all the areas of your life, from your financial to your emotional to your spiritual to all those things. And for each area, I want you to write down the things that you are to do and the things that you are to don't. I actually made a mental note that for 2024 uh, Business Meets Life Planner, I am going to include this as part of the updates. So I'm looking forward to it because then you can have it all in one book. So taught, do, do that. Go ahead and make a list of your to-dos. For example, you pick emotional well-being, right? And you rate yourself from a scale of one to five, with one being not okay, with five being doing great. 
And then you look at the to-dos that you want to do for your emotional well-being and the to-don't that you don't want to do when it comes to your emotional well-being. So, for example, a to-do for emotional well-being will be to make sure that you journal and a to-don't might be making sure that you put up a healthy boundary or a guardrail that is going to help you cultivate the time that you need to journal. There you go. It's a tip. Take it. Run with it. (laughs) All right. So three thoughts as I wrap up um, this episode 20. Oh, my God. Let me take that in. Let me take that in. (sighs) 20 episodes, y'all. 20 episodes. It has been something. And I'm looking forward to next year and what is to come. So... Three thoughts. Learn to suffer well. Momentary. That's what it is. Better is one day in God's courts than a thousand elsewhere, right? Especially when you have knowledge of what he can do. Give him time to work for you and on your behalf. Sisters, give him time to work for you and on your behalf. Lamenting is great, but do not put on the spirit of grief and like and live with it like a best friend. In time, let your joy light shine, okay? Learn to appreciate time by maximizing your gifts. Focus on the priorities that actually give you a return on investment and celebrate milestones and be ready to celebrate for others too. Not just for yourself, but for others too. Thought number three, learn to listen quickly Be slow to respond and be slow to get angry. Practice understanding. Your heart will thank you. Three words for today will be reflect, retreat, renew. Hi, Kennedy. Hello. I'm sorry for distracting you. You want to say hi to everybody? Hello, everybody. She said, dream come true. <laughs> so the three words, reflect, retreat, renew. All right. So three actions that I want you to take will be first to rate and review, follow, share, subscribe, do all that. The second action, I want you to practice being present with loved ones today. Call them, express gratitude, say, I love you. Life is but a mist. Sometimes people get surprised when I haven't known them for a while or I've known them for a while and I say, I love you, and they don't know how to respond. I get it. I truly do. It took me a while for me to experience the kind of love that God gives to us and be able to freely express it to anybody, irrespective of who they are, and to just say, I love you. Yeah. Life is but a mist. Action number three. So many exciting things are coming up in 2023. And so I want you to go to chiefjoyactivator.com and I want you to subscribe. Go to iamfreewoman.org. I want you to subscribe because we are taking our ministry, our organization uh, to another level. Writing, speaking, blogging, doing all the things that God is asking me to do. When people ask me, so what do you do? I don't even know what to say because Um, I'm not only a therapist, I'm not only a coach, I'm not only a writer. And so what I tell people is I write, I coach, I teach, God heals. 
that's what I do. And those are the giftings that he's given me. And it is my goal to explore all of it as much as I can. Okay. <laughs> and so I want you to be on the lookout for more information next year about our Dear Sister Summits, as well as our Dear Sister Membership and Coaching Community. I am looking forward to meeting everyone who um, decides to participate and join us because I am looking forward to two years from now, five years from now, 10 years from now, looking back and seeing how amazing God has been in everything that we've done. It is always a great time walking in my purpose of teaching and building others up in the ways of God. And I have tasted it and I know in my heart, this is where peace and joy reside. So living free is everyday godly decisions that frees your heart and mind, feeds your heart and mind, and focuses your heart and mind. My heart is full. I hope yours is too. So I want you to do this. Listen, dear sister, I want us to be different live in the fullness of our callings. And I am so happy that I get to walk in my purpose to help you become joyfully free as you live for Christ and as you seek your healing, spiritual, emotional, mental, physical, financial, relational, whichever one it is, it is one heartbeat at a time. So let's choose to be free. Let's choose to stay free. Let's choose to live free, being faithfully renewed, encouraged, exceptional, women, and men of God. This is Kate, your Chief Joy Activator. Until next time, I do pray that God's mercy and goodness follows you always. And remember, healed people heal people. So I want you to go out there and heal someone today. Choose to live free. Happy New Year! And cheers to your evolution in Christ into the godly, authentic, nurtured self that you can be. May your goals be spiritually meaningful, intellectually stimulating, emotionally energizing, physically challenging, socially impacting, financially performing, and overall freeing. Don't lose your why. I love you. Bye!